Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up? What up? What up? And welcome to another episode of the two oh nine till infinity podcast. And this just isn't any episode. Welcome to the big year-end 2021 blowout episode. As always, it's your boy. If you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, brother, this is the culmination of the entire year, brother. We're going to talk about movies. We're going to talk about TV shows. We're going to talk about music, brother. Oh, yeah, let me tell you something about these lists, okay? Tell me. Cream always rises to the top, brother. That's right. Oh, yeah, brother. Agreed. <laughs> this is Savage O'Malley, brother. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right, baby. So I my dog's looking at me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, dumbass? She's in here hanging out, though. But yeah, if you like lists, this is the episode for you. For all those people that chimed in and asked Savage to do lists, to give his top fives a couple of weeks back, well, he is about to give us some more lists. You know, for everybody that said Savage doesn't do lists, there is at least one episode a year where Savage goes in and gives us some lists. And this is that it's episode. True, true. We've got some lists for your ass. As Mr. Savage said, we are going to give you our top five television shows of the year top five movies of 2021 top five albums of 2021 so i this is always i'm going to be honest with you one of my favorite episodes i always look forward to this episode um you know being a massive 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 music fan and a huge fan of just being entertained in general i always love to uh to work on putting these lists together because some years are easier than others and this year was incredibly difficult for me uh especially the music uh there was just a lot you know you you said it savage i remember uh last uh 2020 
when we were quarantined and everything was shut down and I was like, where's all the music? Where's all the entertainment at, man? There's, with all these people locked up, I just kept saying, why aren't we just getting this flood? And you were like, just wait, man, 2021, it's all gonna come through like an avalanche. It's gonna hit us, we're gonna get so much. And that's what's happened, man. I had such a hard time picking my favorite albums this year. It was incredible. This is the most difficulty I've ever had out of any of the years since we started doing this. And then not only once I picked them, ranking them, because I loved them all so much. There were just a lot. And as I told you in a private message, this is the most television I've ever watched in my life. The most episodic television. Normally, we don't do a list like a TV and a movie list. Last year, we just, there was so little entertainment. We just did a list of what was our favorite things that we watched. Movies, TV, whatever. This year, there was so much. I was actually going back to the movies and actually watching so much television. It's the first year we've done both. So I'm really excited because I always love to give you mine and I love to hear what you're doing and I love to hear how we differ and then discuss. It's so I'm I'm like a kid in a kid. This is like my Christmas. It's Christmas right now for me, man. I'm, I'm absolutely ready for this and excited and stoked. What I, if I told you uh-huh. I was going to give you an extra gift on top of all those things. Oh yeah, another list? I've got a story. Okay, I'll take a story too, man. It's I love story a good story. Ready? All right, yeah, let's so, go. So here, I want- You gonna to... read Die Hard again? Yeah, it, it, it got rave reviews. <laughs> it did. I it bet it did, reviews. man. That's a classic. I, I slept like a baby that night knowing yeah. Nakatomi Tower was safe and yeah. uh, and Mr. McLean was back with his lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks to Sergeant Al Powell. That's right, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to play a little something for you. Okay. Just a beginning. And then I want you to tell me, I'm going to say, what does this make you think of? Okay. So I'm just going to start. What does that make you? Does that make you think of that song? Do you even know that song? I've heard that. Um, it, to me, it's uh, the, my first, I'm thinking of like, uh, like Beethoven, like a crazy dude in a white wig, sitting at the piano with the coattails out. So and- this is the beginning of the song called Northern California. Okay. Right. So this. So that's the beginning of that song, right? Uh-huh. So let me just tell you something real quick. Yes. The other day, I'm at work. Okay. And somebody near me, uh-huh. I don't know exactly where, Yeah. has a phone, and their phone ring sounds like that. That's their ringtone. Right? So I'm sitting there, and no joke. Yeah. Not like, just I'm doing something, I'm not paying attention, right? This album dropped in 2003. Right. I hear this. And at my desk, by myself, out loud, not even thinking about it, just natural reaction, I do this. The Bay Ain't Never Went Nowhere. (laughs) Out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out loud, I go, the Bay Ain't Never Went Nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My neighbor goes, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, what the hell you just said? What, Scott? (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, what what, what do you have against the Bay Area? Yeah. (laughs) Out of nowhere, completely like, 
I don't know the last time I heard that song. I, to, to be honest, I'm not sure I've ever heard it. Yeah. Obviously, as a big 40 guy, I, I, I bumped that song many, many times. Okay, so that's a Rick Rocky 40 track. It's on, yeah, it's on the Grit and Grind album. Uh, okay, got you, got you, got you. Uh, but it just subconsciously, I heard that. Yeah. And I went, the Bay ain't never went nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my neighbor goes, what? Yeah. Because <laughs> she thought I was talking to her. Yeah. I don't know. It was hilarious. I'm not from the Bay Area. I, yeah. Did Did somebody say that the Bay went somewhere? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and where would it go? Was there an earthquake? Did it move to Southern California? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting, man. There are little things like that, that the moment you hear them, it immediately triggers a memory. Um, I, I And music is just one of those huge things. I mean... You can't think of the Beastie Boys and not go, mm, drop. You know what I mean? There's just certain things that just trigger that. Chilling on the corner on a hot sunny day. It's me and my posse and MCA. A lot of beer, a lot of girls, and a lot of cursing. 22 automatic on my person. That all kicks off with the moment I hear mm, drop. That's immediately where my mind goes every time. And there's just so much, so many things like that 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 uh, you don't realize how ingrained it is into your spirit, into your psyche, into your being. And how important it was to you until until somebody something like that happens. Like this song right here, what you're playing right now to Dr. Dre, the still Dre. Like I can't hear this and not want to go nine five plus four pennies. That sticky icky ooh-wee. Like it, it's it's automatic. It's just absolutely automatic without saying. Um if you say Man, it ain't even wet over here. I'm going to go, I'm suing y'all for $150,000, my neck and my back. You know, there's just moments like that. that like, So that's awesome, man, because that that's a that's a deep cut, though, right there. That's a deep cut. That's a, you got to be a 40 fanatic, which you are. To, 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 man, this child, the bay ain't never went nowhere. Yeah, exactly. That's like deep, deep, deep cuts off. That's B side to the B and side like, to the B it was side. The, right? the crazy yeah. thing to me that it was totally like not like I wasn't just like that reminds me of that forty song. No, the bay ain't never went nowhere. Yeah, it just it was, was like I was literally like typing the bay ain't never went nowhere. Yeah, like I was fucking like you know we've seen all these movies that we watch where like. The shit's just like ingrained in yes. your head, like you know, you're getting like the Nazis or like making yeah, you watch yeah, these yeah, things yeah. or Hydra or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like that was my like I was the Winter Soldier, like I was E40's Winter Soldier. You've been you've been brainwashed. I was I was brainwashing program. I was just like they played the code and I was like the Bay ain't never went nowhere. Yeah. Defend the Bay at all costs. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, because that's not a hit. That wasn't a song that was on the radio, right? That no, was no, that's no. like a that's like a deep cut track, like that that the the hardcore fans know. But that's a big Bay track. Yeah. That's on there it's uh it's called the northern california Kufuya. it's got uh obviously 40 san quinn like uh a like bunch a bay area posse oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. keeks on it yeah now that's what's up man that's what's up so that yeah that's what I, I think um memory when a memory gets triggered like that it's just amazing because that that just shows your passion and your love for something you know what i mean like if somebody can say something and you immediately go there like automatic like it's automatic like you can't stop it that just shows you how passionate you are i wish e40 was listening because he would go damn man scott is a big fan he ain't just a regular fan scott's not regular he ain't an average i don't fan. know if you remember but if he did that would be amazing if yes he was like scotty frisco yeah that's call, right call me that yeah way. 
Man, I wish he would listen. That would be amazing. Like, man. Hey, hey, Earl, I just want you to know. I know that it's been 18 years since that song, but I want you to know. Yeah. The Bay never went nowhere. That's right. <laughs> I like you're putting a little Southern on it. Nowhere. But, I, I like the way you do that right there. <laughs> the Bay never went nowhere. <laughs> it's right. Anyway, back to lists. That was my funny story of me being uh, yeah. brainwashed by Earl Stevens. Yes, but yeah, like I was saying, man, 2021, you absolutely, I'm going to say old Savage, uh, what is it, Nostradamus? You did Savstradamus. Like Savstradamus, you predicted that 2021 was there was going to be a massive flood. Not the kind of flood where water comes through and does damage, but of entertainment. And dude, you hit the nail. Ding, 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 ding. Give that man a prize. You hit the nail on the head. Uh, 2021 was great, man. Great for TV. I thought it was great for movies. Uh, and, and incredible, incredible for music. And uh, there is so much, man. There was just so much that, like I said, this year, I struggled to put this, these lists together. This was, when you were like, hey, can we get together a week early and do this? Cause you know, the holidays are coming. I'm a wanted man. People are people are demanding Savage in my time. It's I, true. I was like, oh shit. Yes, but shit, I gotta get to work. Like, yeah. It was one of those things where like, I was like, hey, this is happening. I'm like, all right, hey, this is happening. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. That's yeah, yeah. all like, you know, 10 day period because in that weekend of Christmas like nobody's really doing stuff so I have limited time and I was like oh shit yeah I don't think I can fit all this in yeah 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 no yeah I I get it I totally get it and I was like yo what are you doing yeah you're like alright let me see yeah and then like you had something on the original day we were supposed to so you were gonna come early yes and we were gonna try so I I feel like it just was because people believe it or not people are also demanding a bit of my time as well I would like to see young (laughs) Billy Elf that's right DJ Billy Elf DJ Billy Elf to the holiday party high demand but there is a demand let's just put it like that but yeah man so when you were like hey can we do this a week early I, I was like yes but then I was like Oh shit! Like I gotta, I gotta get to work. Last night, while we had Elf on, I was on my phone because, like I told you in last week's episode, I can kind of check out on these movies. I know what's coming. So while I had Christmas movies on and sitting with the family, I was working on my list. But literally, I'm not even gonna bullshit you. Pretty much since the la- our last recording session, I've been thinking about the this list. This is a big episode for me. Like I said, one of my favorites. So this is not was not something that just culminated in the last week. I've been going, okay, there's this album, this album, this movie, this TV show, this TV show. All right, now I just got to sit down and put them all in a pile and then organize them. So that's what last night was. All right, take all these things that I've been thinking now for like a month and let's let's throw them all out there and then get rid of the ones that aren't going to make the cut, which is difficult, and start listing them out, man. And that's what I did last night. So um, where do you want to start? Do we want to start music? Do we want to start movies? Do we want to start TV? What are you thinking, my friend? Mmm. It's tough, buddy. Because I can tell you this. That, uh... There's some people who uh-huh. think they probably know... Yeah. What my album of the year is going to be. I think I probably know what your album of the year is. I got a, I got a good idea. Um, but, uh... Yeah, I hope you I'll sh- say this. Let's I go, hope you let's, shake the world up, baby. Let's, let's go this. Surprise me. Let's, I love it. Let's go this. Let's go. Yeah. Let's split them up. Let's split up TV and let's split up split up movies. Okay. Let's start with movies. Okay. All right. Do you want to start or you want me to start? You start first here. I'll start first music. Then you start first uh, 
TV shows. All right, got it, got it. Okay, so my top, because you always, we always, in the tradition of the 209 Till Infinity podcast, we always have a sixth man coming off the bench. Uh, this These lists are no different. Uh, my top six movies of 2021. Coming in at number six, uh, Justice League, the Zack Snyder cut. Not a perfect movie, um, but okay. Nice little laugh track. Are we? Is this one day at a time? Where's Schneider? Like, yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, Justice League, the Snyder cut. Like I said, not a perfect movie, but there was so much hype and so much buildup, and it was definitely a lot better, and I enjoyed it. So that's why it's my sixth man off the bench. Number five. Um, another DC movie, two DCs. I don't know if I've ever had even DC make my top movie list. Here comes the second DC outing. Number five is the Suicide Squad. Uh, man, James Gunn took the helm. James Gunn of Marvel fame from doing Guardians of the Galaxy takes the helm, uh, adds the humor, the Marvel humor, but then also turns it into kind of a Quentin Tarantino-esque violent movie. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Very surprised. Did not expect to like it. Loved it. Uh, number four for me is a movie you may not have heard of. It is on Netflix right now. I highly recommend it. It is called Paper Tigers. If you haven't heard of it, if you haven't checked it out, it is about three students who in the 90s were the top three students of this martial arts teacher. Uh, but, you know, as people do, they go their separate ways and they get old. Well, when their sensei dies, they come back for his funeral and it's all about them trying to mend their relationships. It's very funny because now they're in their 40s. One dude is fat, has a bad knee, and wears a wig. Uh, one dude drives a minivan and is going through a divorce. And another guy has left Kung Fu altogether, and he's doing. He's, he owns his own MMA gym. They haven't spoken in 30 years, haven't seen each other, and they come back for this funeral, and it's about what happens. Uh, and I love martial arts movies, but this movie is also touching and very funny. And if you're you know, getting up into the 40 <laughs> years of age, you can relate to it as well, which I did. I Paper Tigers, and that was my number four. Number three, King Richard. If you have HBO Max, this movie totally caught me off guard. I know nothing about the Williams sisters, Venus and Serena, knew nothing about their father. Uh, Will Smith plays Richard Williams. Uh, it is an incredible performance. He knocks it out of the park. I, I had to go and watch videos of Richard Williams because I'm like, there could be no way this man speaks this way. And I will tell you that Will Smith knocked it out. This is, in my opinion, his best role since The Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, if he doesn't get nominated for an Oscar, it, it'll be a shame because he kills it. It's a great story. It left me, even though I know what happens with the Williams sisters, it ended and I was like, no, nah, I want more, man. I loved it. So that's my number three, King Richard. Number two for me, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I uh, recently rewatched this again on Disney+. Plus. Even enjoyed it more the second time. Funny, action. We did a review of it. Great movie. And my number one movie, probably, I love to be surprised. This was a movie I expected nothing from. Didn't think I'd even like it. Didn't have high hopes going in. My number one movie for 2021, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I was so surprised by this movie. I enjoyed this movie so much. I laughed. I teared up. I got excited. Um, I, it's definitely one. If I had the money, I'd go back and watch it again in the theater. I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Well done to the team that put that movie together. They hit all the right buttons. It was great. So that's my top six movies. All right. Yeah. 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 
A lot of movies. Yes, sir. It was good to get back to the movies again. And, you know, a lot of them are streaming. Hey, you know, Justice League, The Snyder Cut, The Suicide Squad, and Paper Tigers, and King Richard. I actually didn't see any of those in the theater. So my top, only my top two movies were actually theater movies. And I will say, if I had to do an honorable mention, um, it didn't make my list, but I struggled with it. Uh, Black Widow. I didn't care for the action much in Black Widow, but I love the family dynamic and I love the drama between this broken family. So I would like to give an honorable mention and a shout out to Black Widow because that movie underperformed at the box office because of the drama of its streaming at the same time. Uh, but I thought there was a good story there and a great family dynamic, but I didn't think they did anything different in the action portion of it. So I couldn't in good faith have it make my six, but it definitely gets an honorable mention for me. It's a... Uh, the acting's great. The family dynamic is great in that movie. What you got, dude? I'm curious. Well, uh, sir. Yeah. I can tell you what I got. All right. I love it. It's very simple. I'm glad you can because that's what this episode's about. If you couldn't, we'd be... Okay, well, that does it, folks. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to go uh-huh. in order. All right. You going from six to one? Is that what you mean by in yeah, order? Yeah, so six. Okay. I'm going to go the uh, Suicide Squad. Okay. I enjoyed it. I was entertained. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, I thought it was... It it was this to me. I went into it with really low expectations. Right. And I was very entertained. That's how I felt about several movies on my list this year. Yeah. I expected zero. Uh, number five for me is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Nice. Which, Our lists are close which right now. Are, uh, which was um, just... I didn't even watch. We talked about this when we did the yeah, episode. You didn't see the I didn't original. even watch the original because yeah. I was not really... I'd watched Batman versus Superman. thought it was terrible. It was. I just didn't enjoy it. I wasn't entertained. And then, like, I liked Wonder Woman, but then, like... The review, like I wasn't going out of my way to like first day go see this movie, and then no. the reviews came out and it was like this is terrible. Yeah, like don't waste your time or money. And that's saying a lot because you are the guy who has told me I don't fucking pay attention to reviews. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, DC had been so historically bad, and yeah. the reviews were so terrible. Shout out to my homie Gabe Davis who coined the term another DC appointment. Disappointment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Hard to say, but I like it. Anyway, but I, Zack Snyder's Justice League, they went in. I, saw, I read a lot of things about how they had redone it and fixed a lot of the things that was supposed to happen in the first place. Yes. Uh, I probably wouldn't have seen it in the theater, but it was on HBO Max. So it was released just on HBO Max or was it in a theater too? No, just HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. so HBO it, Max because they had a contract. That was a four-hour too that would be a tough theater sit but i wouldn't make with the giant coke zero four hours would be tough to do like right. i don't think i'd make it yeah right so that was uh, that was five for me okay yep um <clears throat> number four mm-hmm. is gonna be black widow nice okay uh i thought it was really good i enjoyed it i was overly entertained yeah um in the sense that i had been waiting for it Mm -hmm. it was um just perfect as far as what we'd been waiting for for me correct like it wasn't a perfect marvel movie but yeah yeah yeah. entertaining it was fun i enjoyed it um and uh, it was just it was it's what i wanted 
Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. So number three mm-hmm. is going to be a movie. I hope so. Yeah. That would make sense. Li- make yeah. sense. <laughs> number three is a movie called Infinite. Okay. That I watched on Paramount Plus with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yes. That was good then. Well, obviously, I, clearly, it's yeah, number three on your I, list. I, so you hated it, right? It yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Don't waste your time. <laughs> yeah. Definitely number three on my list. Yeah. That's a stupid question. Sorry. I saw the trailer for that. That looked good. Yeah. Uh, was really good. So are you paying for Paramount Plus then? No, I know a guy. Oh, nice. Yeah, because that was what's that's what's holding me up on watching that movie. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Paramount Plus uh, was watched Infinite. Mark Wahlberg. I liked. It was very similar, not similar, but kind of in the si- same like uh, not world, but like similar to uh, the movie we watched with Charlize Theron. The old guard. The old guard. Not yeah. the same, but kind of the same. Just yeah. It was entertaining. It was action-packed, fun. Okay. Had a good time. Well, uh, if I could know a guy, I might watch that. Number two yeah. for me is going to be Jungle Cruise. I wow. really enjoyed the movie. Wow. I thought it was funny. That's was, that's my big surprise from your I, list. I was right entertained. There. Yeah. I was. Um, it's everything that I wanted to be it to be, and uh, I enjoyed it. And uh, I realized, you know, and I talked to a couple people uh, that aren't huge Pirates fans, and I talked to people that are huge Pirate fans, and the people that are huge Pirates fans all love the movie. Yeah. So I think that that's part of the reason, because I'm such a big Pirates guy, yeah, that yeah. kind of had that Pirates vibe to it, and the Disney thing, and then, you know. Def- it, it definitely had Anytime that. you throw the rock in there, and the actual rockness, yeah, it's hard to, you know. So that's number two for me. And, That's my surprise from your list. I and, did not expect that. And number one is um, is going to be Shang-Chi. I think Shang-Chi is absolutely phenomenal. I thought it was, it was, it's it's probably still like, I, I'm at this point, like I, I told you, like I'm not going to. Did I know you rewatch? I said, Have you rewatched I, it? I told you that, no. Yeah. But okay. I, I told you that I initially said it might be one of the top five. Yeah. Best Marvel movies. I have heard several people say that um and then i'm not gonna deny that i said that i absolutely want to go back and rewatch everything sure of course of course you do declaration again of course you do i mean if i have to watch all the marvel movies fine yeah yeah yeah. it's the least i can do for the show i can say after rewatching, i thought it was better the second time and i really liked it the first time uh, the, the, the little portion that I took issue with, with, uh, the Mandarin, the actor who played the Mandarin coming back and guiding them to the, to the mother's land with the, with the, whatever that creature was with no face, uh-huh. uh, was more fun. I, I, now that I knew it was coming, it was more lighthearted. I enjoyed that portion of it a lot more. Um, definitely enjoyed that movie. I, I really liked it. Obviously it was, it was number two on my list. Uh, I, I can tell you from a second viewing, as much as I enjoyed it, I don't know if it's top 10 Marvel for me. I'd really have to dig in and think about that. But right now I'm saying just off the top, no. But it's definitely the best so far that they've got. For me, out of Black Widow, <clears throat> you know, the the Eternals, this is the best one in this so that, run so So far. that was my number one movie of the year. Now, here's the disclaimer. Yeah. We are recording this in the middle of December. Yes. And more than likely... My number one and number two movies for the calendar year of 2021 
haven't even come out yet. Yes. And, and they are, are going to be to, the Matrix yes. 4 and Spider-Man Far From Home. Matrix Resurrections, yes, and Spider-Man. So Matrix Resurrections is December 22nd. Spider-Man Far From Home drops December 17th. And I was telling you, that's almost not fair. Let's just say we put this off and didn't do our year-end review until January. Let's say we were like, all right, January 1, we do our year-end review. It's almost unfair to have two movies that literally come in at the zero hour and bump all these other movies off the list. I was telling you, I go, that's almost not fair. So what I'm going to say is, disclaimer, even though technically these movies drop in 2021, don't be surprised if next year Matrix Resurrections or Spider-Man No Way Home makes the list. Because I've, Matrix Resurrections because of the last two matrix movies i feel like this one could go either way it's either gonna blow my mind or i'm gonna be like that sucked ass you know what i mean like i don't feel like there's gonna be an in-between spider-man no way home i i feel like i'm gonna love i don't i'm not too worried about this one failing i actually saw a post on social media where someone said if we weren't in the COVID era that spider-man no way home would give endgame a run for its money with the box office numbers you know, it would, it would, the, with the hype around this about having the three Spider-Man come back, all the villains come back, with all the speculation on the trailers and people taking the trailer from Europe, the European version of the trailer and taking it apart and showing things. They said that I truly believe this is a, a, a someone that we follow that follows us on Instagram. They're called Opinionated. They just talk about movies. I really like some of his takes or her takes. I'm not sure. Um, but he, they said, I truly believe that Spider-Man No Way Home would um, give Endgame a run for its money at the box office with the with the money numbers if we weren't in COVID. And I I can't argue that. Like it's uh, it's there's a lot of hype. So they got they got there's a lot of hype and a lot of expectations. But I really feel it's going to live up to it. So yeah, be prepared for next year's list to have one or not both of those movies in them because I think that's only fair. We have a long time to sit with them, for sure. <laughs> well, there you have it. There's the top five movies. Yes, of 2021. For Bill and Seth. So we're rolling into music now, and you're going to start that off. We are, man. All right. Top. Savage O'Malley's tops. You're doing six, right? No. No, you're not. No. You're not doing a man off the bench? No. Okay. All right. I got a man off the bench. Not enough. Not enough for you this year. Not even close. Oh, my God, dude. I can't wait to hear your list now because there's so much music this year. Holy shit. Okay. Now I'm really curious. All right, Savage O'Malley's top five albums of 2021. Let's go. Okay. Let me just tell you. The problem that I had with music this year, uh -huh. there was a lot. Yes. But everybody since 2020 has now moved into this releasing single after single after single after single after yes. single. Very few albums dropped without us knowing sure yeah right? that's the world we're in now and and, yeah. and, and and get off my lawn yeah i get it yeah i sound like old old man jenkins that's okay okay so here's what i've got i got a top three albums of the year not five even no holy shit Not right. close wow okay and i'm sure i missed something okay but here's what i've got First and foremost, I have spent a massive time this year listening to old music. Yeah. Just, sure. I really, that was about a two, like, and here's, and here's the thing is like, I'm commuting now. 
Yes. So I've been in the car a lot more. Right. So I've been listening to more music. Right. And that has taken me down this road of my youth and my past and listening to old stuff. Sure. Which is what got me on the um, the Feral Monch song. Yes. I was listening to Crucial Conflict. I was listening to Do or Die. Like, right, right, right. This huge, like, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98. Just yes. kind of, oh, man, remember that one song? And then I just kind of, you know, the yeah. beauty of Spotify Premium. So I've been listening to a lot of throwbacks. So sure. I've been sending uh, a couple of my young bucks like your hip hop listen history lesson of the day. Okay. Sending them links. Check this out. Check this out. Nice. Because I mean, they probably don't even know it. So I'm teaching them up. I got to admit, I'm in shock that we're not, not only are we not getting six, we're not getting five. We're only getting three from you. That blows my mind. I'm, I'm ready, dude. I'm, I got my popcorn going. One, one of the, one of my, uh, I'll call him my, uh, my big three off the bench. Okay. Jaron Benton. Number three, Jaron Benton. Just released an insane amount of singles this year. Yeah. And they are, for the most part, all amazing. Yeah. And on top of that, his last three or four have just absolutely been gold to me. Did he put them into an album or no? No. He didn't? Oh, okay. Interesting. They are. Let me just let me just help you out real quick. Because right. I don't think you, Jaron Benton's really on your radar. Yeah, I mean, I, I, when he features with somebody else, I'll listen to him. But I haven't checked out many of the singles, no, of his singles. Let me just tell you. I mean, he's a beast. Don't get me wrong. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Just a couple of lists, right? One of the tracks a couple of days ago. Uh-huh. Actually, let's just play a little bit for you. All right. It's not, wasn't the plan. All right. Guess what plans are made for? be changed changing yeah that's right changing plans and you and i think that you'll know right away you'll know right away why all of a sudden he's been on fire to me maybe if the ipod wants if the ipad wants to there you go okay ready all right yeah i'm ready let's do it jaron benton what's the name of the song you'll know okay oh yeah 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 i've seen the cover art for this one for sure yeah Mario Brothers. That's yep. on called Mario Brothers. Yep. Next track. I've listened to that one. Sega. Yep. Next track came out a couple weeks later. Uninspired. He is taking all of these fucking sounds from video games from my youth and made them into hip-hop songs. And I love Jaren Benton. Yeah. Well, that's why he's on tour right now and it's called the 8-Bit Bully Tour. And I've only heard the Mario Brothers song. I haven't... I, I wasn't... What is it? Privy, privy to the other track. So mm -hmm, I was mm -hmm. wondering why he was calling himself the eight bit bully and it was the eight bit bully tour. So eventually I would imagine all these video game theme songs are going to get put into an album because man, he's going on the road. You'd think he'd want to sell that. Like that's merch galore. The t-shirts alone are going to be insane because you're going to get all that old classic video game art. He does a song and I don't know if it was this year, but he released a single and I shared it with you that I fell in love with where the beat sounds so much like a Cypress Hill beat. And he sounds so fucking good on it. And I wish I could remember the name of the track. I sent it to you and I'm like, I want him on a whole album with this. I just loved it. I fell in love with it. The guy's got mad, mad skills. It makes a lot of sense now that he's doing the video game things. I'm like, why did you call himself the 8-bit bully? That makes no sense, dude. It does I'm playing make Nintendo sense. 64, 64 bits. Come on, what's up? Like, If I'm, I'm on the 64. <laughs> yeah, 64-bit bully. All right, that's number three, Jaron Benton. As you know, so not even an album, you're just going on artist. 
Savage, you're shaking I, the world up, I baby. wish you would have put out an album. Yeah. I wish all of these were on an album, and then he would have been yeah. on my top five albums. No I got doubt. you. I got you. But that's next fair. Up, next I like up. It. Number two. Which happens every year. Yeah. Locksmith. Yep. Same thing. Single, single, single. That's just kind of his mode. That's what he does. And at the end of the year, he's going to do the Chris Webby thing, put them all on a Lock Sessions or whatever. It was Lock Sessions Volume 2. Right. Came so, out in 2021. Yep. So... And I know that that came out and it was a great album, but like, right. I didn't even really consider it for album of the year because he did the same thing with all the singles, right? Like, so this year there was tons of singles that I just freaking loved. I love Locksmith. He's the one, he's the opposite. Like with the Chris Webby stuff, we told ourselves we're going to do our best to avoid it. Yeah. So that when the album comes out, we can try to listen to the album because by, usually by the time Webby comes out, We've already listened to the whole album. Right. So then then we don't even listen. I, like, this was the first year that Locksmith, uh, I feel like Locksmith is taking a page from the Webby playbook because right. Locksmith had never done this until 2020. Right. Locksmith hit us over the head with song after song after song all the way up and it carried into 2021 and then he put it in an album for 2021. And then 2021, he still did the same thing. And he's still singles. continuing and we're going to get another album. So, once he, so Locksmith yeah. is, is, is one of my guys off the bench. Number two. Number two. And, uh, the next guy off the bench, and I could have put him in a top in my albums, yeah. but it was just so hard, is Papoose. Okay. He released an album or an EP every month. Okay. January, February, and that's what they're called. Right. January, February, March, yeah, yeah. April, May. I've been peeping so, those. Some of yeah. them have four tracks, some of them have six tracks, some of them have eight tracks. Yeah. Just kind of all over the board. The song he did with Lil Wayne is dope. I don't remember which month. The song he did like. with Lil Wayne was dope. The yeah. song he did with E40 yeah, in yeah. March was dope. That was a good one. Yeah. Right. So he just did so much material. I just and 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 I I have I'm a Papoose fan. Yeah. And I enjoyed him even more this year. Okay. Nice. All right. My number three album of the year okay so that was just your top three artists now we're going into albums yes okay well because i didn't i couldn't really put them into albums because that's yeah. just when i looked at what i listened to in my music for the year i got something to say about locksmith that's but where we'll i'm go at. into that that's okay. where i'm at all right cool number three album of the year dmx okay wow all exodus right. yeah um i was very surprised and how good i how much i liked it <laughs> uh given the you know was it post posthumous posthumous yeah posthumous release although release. they said it was all recorded before he died right yeah. which you know is yeah. fine yeah uh, i enjoyed it i uh, i uh, there's when i first saw all the features i was like i don't think i'm gonna like it but i did especially like the bono the alicia key songs like a lot of good songs in there i liked and yeah, i listened yeah. to it a lot sure <clears throat> my number two album of the year okay number two yes Yellow Wolf Mudmouth. Ah, okay. That's what I, I thought that was your number one. So did Spotify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's his. The, my top 50 Spotify has almost that entire album in it. Almost. Right. It's pretty close. Yellow Wolf Mudmouth, my number two album of the year. Okay, now I'm curious. Uh, I uh, absolutely. And, 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 and the thing with the music, too, is like. We've talked about like this. You'll just kind of get into a rut. Yeah. You'll just like dig something so much and you'll just grind on it. Yeah. So Yellow Wolf or uh, first of all, we talked about it in 2020. Yellow Wolf didn't drop anything. No. Anything. Right. People were dropping music left and right. There was no movies, but music was left and right. Yeah. yeah. Right. People were dropping all the time. Yellow Wolf didn't do nothing. 
No. No singles. No nothing. Just shooting videos from the from Ghetto Cowboy. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. In 2021, he dropped everything. Right. Like everything. He dropped, what, six albums? Yeah, something like that. Right? Yeah. Some of them were good. Some of them were partially good. Some of them were only his tracks were good or yeah, his yeah. verses were good. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mudmouth was the one we were waiting for. Yeah. Mudmouth is fantastic. Mudmouth vinyl is right over here over my edge, yes. over my shoulder. I paid the high amount of money for it because that's how much I love the album. It's great. I think it's great. It's great. It's, uh, it's right up there. It's, it's, you know, we talked about it when we, when we talked about the album. He's got a four album run. They're not all consistent, but a four album yeah. run of just fucking oh, yeah. of gold. Yeah, he's, he's on a tear for sure. Uh, and my number one album of the year. Would you like to guess? Uh, you at this point, you've shaken it up so much. I really have. I don't have a clue, but I would say Tech Nine, maybe. Yeah. It is not Tech Nine Asinine. Uh, okay. I could have thrown it on there as a four album or whatever. I just, I figured like the top three, top three things I listened to. Okay. Struggle Jennings. Ah. Troubadour of Troubled Souls. Okay. Nice. Is my album of the year. I absolutely love this album. Okay. It is perfect to me. I can listen from track one all the way to the end. Okay. He does a great job of combining everything that I love about uh, hip hop, if you will. Okay. And the struggle that yeah. Struggle Jennings talks about often. Mm -hmm. uh, he also does, uh, he's very good at being introspective into... Uh, the pain and the struggle of 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 others, right? Which is something that's kind of near and dear to me. There's a song called "Lonely Faces," yeah, which is like to me like just the hook is like the social worker anthem. Okay, and it just yeah, yeah. it's you know it's amazing. Okay, yeah. Have you heard that track? I've heard the whole album. Um, I got to admit, when it first dropped, I listened to it. I really enjoyed it. And it was just one of those ones I didn't circle back to very much. But I, I have. But it's been not. I couldn't pull it up for you it's and tell all you good. about it now. So yeah. anyway, yeah. that's my number one album. Yeah. I know that I had several people reach out to me and go, I know what Savage album of the year is. Yeah. And I knew that everyone thought it would be Mudmouth. I did. But it Including is not. Including myself. But it is not. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice list, man. I, I got to admit, you shook it up this year. You three artists, three albums. I uh, changed in the format. And that's all right. I got some, uh, did something and, different and, too. And I was thinking about it. I, I think a big reason that my style changed a little bit. Yeah. It's because my life changed. Right. Like in my commute and my things. And I was bouncing all over the place. And like, you know, like all of a sudden now I'm driving you know an extra hour and 40 minutes to two hours a day yeah. on top, a daily yeah you know what i mean so i think just like my how i uh how i consumed the music changed which sure changes a little bit of you know normalcy for me sure so, of course that's my list and i'm sticking to it i like it until you say something i forgot and i go <laughs> fuck i know y'all probably won't man you um, did last year oh well that's true yeah that was what what was it last the year the mers i forgot and, the mers album mers and atmosphere yeah yeah the felt felt four that's right which i had the vinyl of and i still forgot it. yeah <laughs> Uh, number, uh, my top six, I'm doing a six, top six albums of 2021. You're so basic. Number six, my man coming off the bench. This was a big surprise to me. Nas, King's Disease 2. 
Um, I did not care for King Disease 1 at all. I tried, I tried, I tried. The critics loved it. It won a Grammy and I wanted to like it. Didn't like it. Expected nothing from King's Disease 2. The beats are better. The lyrics are better. The songs are better. Uh, so Nas, King's Disease 2. That's my number six. Number five for me is Atmosphere. Word? Word? With a question mark. Uh, fuck, man. Atmosphere gave us that last year, almost a year ago now, they gave us that Halloween Eve album, which I couldn't stand. I didn't like the beats. I didn't like the lyrics. So when he started dropping these EPs for another album around October, I thought, oh boy, here we go again. I know. I love this album. I love the beats. I love the features. Slug goes back to talking about things I can relate to, whether it be relationships or his addiction to food. Uh, fuck, man. It's so good. Um, number four for me is Yellow Wolf, Mudmouth. Uh, incredible album. Love this album. Um, I think it just had for me the, um, the unfortunate, uh, probably of coming out before most of these albums. So yes, I rotted on it when it dropped, but then here came Nas, here came so many other things and I just didn't end up going back to it as much. But like I said, in my top 50, the entire album's spread out through my top 50 or top hundred songs. Uh, that number four, it's a great album. It just... I didn't end up going back to it as much as, as some of his other projects, but it's still incredible. Number three for me is a latecomer, uh, and I mentioned in a previous podcast that this album would probably be my number one, but it dropped late November. So I couldn't in good faith put it at number one. So number three for me is Silk Sonic, an evening with Silk Sonic. Uh, man, dude, when it comes to the quality R&B, Bruno Mars has the fucking recipe. I feel like, and then you throw Anderson Pock into the mix, you throw a live band, it's like the temptation. It's like great Motown, great Parliament Funkadelic. It's that live, real singing. They're not singing. They're singing, baby. I mm. love this fucking album. Um, I will probably continue to listen to this. I know I will. Not probably. Well into 2022. Nine tracks. I don't feel one of them's bad. I can put it on when I'm working out, and it's over before I know it. It's amazing. Number two for me is Locksmith, The Lock Sessions, Volume 2. Um, you know, I was in your boat a little bit like yeah we heard the whole album already when it dropped but that doesn't change the fact that he gave a song after song after song after song for an entire year and they're fucking bangers dude like it's it's the best features locksmith's ever had it's some of the best beats he's ever had it's some some of his best work in my opinion and yes we heard the album we heard it all when it dropped but that doesn't change the fact that they're all in one place and they're all incredible so i mean you're talking about the song with god with exhibit and Roscos, that's one of the greatest locksmith tracks ever. You're talking about Knock Em Down with Chris Webby. You're talking about Fantasy World with with Atmosphere. I mean, my God, the tracks just keep coming and coming on this album, dude. And it's, so I had to put it in there because Locksmith was my number one artist of the year. And I he has shit tons of his songs were in my top 100. And even though I'd heard this whole album when it dropped, it's some of his best work. And he put it all in one place, and now I can pop it on and listen to it, and I don't have to skip around and look for it. So it's number two for me. Number one, the album that I continued to go back to, that I've done a quote, I've quoted lyrics from this album. I fucking love this album so much. My number one album is Evidence, Unlearning, Volume 1. I, uh, I can't say enough about the boom bap beats, the traditional sampling. Uh, Evidence is from Southern California, but he says it on the song that he's, he's influenced by New York and Brooklyn. Um, and I just, I love that album, man. It, it touched me, it talked to me, it did things like for me that 
you know, I just kept wanting to go back to it. I listened to it on the way here. It just spoke to me, that album. So that's my top six albums of 2021 right there. And you're sticking to it. Uh, Of course. Absolutely. Oh, and I have a, this is not from 2021, but I did. This is new for me. You shook it up a little bit. I'm shaking it up. I'm doing my DJ Billy A's. How in the fuck did I miss this album? So in 2005, DJ Muggs and Jizza released an album called Grandmasters. It's DJ Muggs versus the Jizza Grandmasters. It was released in 2005. I've been doing a Wu-Tang deep dive. I went to the Jizza and I found this album and it is incredible. If you are a fan of the Wu-Tang, if you're a fan of the Genius, if you're a fan of the Cypress Hill sound and the kind of beats that the DJ Muggs can make, this album is incredible. I don't know how it slipped past my radar, slipped through the cracks, but my... DJ Billy A's, How in the Hell Did I Miss This Album of the Year is uh, DJ Muggs versus the Jizza Grandmasters from 2005. So that's it. Well, sir. Yeah. Since you did that. Okay. Let me give you a little bit of uh, Savages. How the fuck did you miss that, bro? All right. I love it. What do you got? This album. Uh-huh. It had it been released now. Okay. Would have been on my top five albums same probably same with the top Jizza. three absolutely i ran across it accidentally okay by listening to spotify then i was done with what i was listening to and then one of the tracks from the album came up and yes, i went i love that is this new because this is fucking amazing stops you in your tracks huh? i love that so much and so i went view album thinking oh maybe it's just a single yeah no no it's that album album released May 27th, 2016. Okay. Let me just give you a couple bit of the features on this album. Okay. All right. All right. Devin the Dude. Nice. Too Short. Okay. Bun B. Yeah. Paul Wall. Slim uh-huh. Thug. Okay. E40. Keep the Sneak. Now. Okay. Now we're Snoop Dogg. Nice. Bobby V. Too wow. Short. Tech Nine. B.O.B. Jada Kiss. Kendrick Lamar. King Crooked. Shit. Is this a compilation album? No. No. It's just how people roll now. Raekwon. Damn. Carl Thomas. Okay. Mr. Fab. Son of a Pimp 2. Oh, shit. Okay. This album is so fucking good. Yeah. There are like six tracks on here that I would put on like my top tracks for the year. Okay. It is so good. Wow. The, The song with Raekwon is fantastic. The song with Mr. Fab, Kendrick Lamar, and King Crooked might be my favorite song of the year. Wow. It's called Survive. Wow. It is so good. I'm trying to imagine Mr. Fab and Raekwon and what that even sounds like. I know what I'm going to be listening to on the way home now. Mr. Fab and Keisha Cole, the song Around the World. Yeah. Insanely good. Yeah. All right. This is how good this album is. That Tech 9 song is not even probably on my top five of these. Wow. Okay, that's saying something. Although the hook is awesome. Yeah. Back seat, windows up. That's the way you liked it. Back okay. seat, windows up. Right? Yeah, Taking yeah, the yeah. ludicrous. Yeah. This album, look, and here's the deal. I'm not a huge Mr. Fab guy. I'm just not. Yeah. I. He's got a sound. He's got a flow. He's Bay. You hear it and you're like, oh, that's Bay. Yeah. Haven't been a huge Fab guy. There's been stuff that Mr. Fab has done that I've liked. Sure, me too. And then there's been stuff where I was like, oh, this sounds like just Bay regurgitation. Right. That's not what this album sounds like. Yeah. And it's so switching the flow of different songs and the way that he does stuff that when the the 
air quote bay regurgitation comes up, it's refreshing because then you're like, oh, there's the bay beat I was looking for. Yeah, 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 yeah. This album is blew me away, surprising, and I told you about it. I didn't tell you what it was, but I told you like, remember, I think I was, it was, uh, I was coming back from Sacramento. I was like, it's so amazing to me when I find an album that I missed. Yeah. And I'm like, man, how did I miss this? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It was this. It was that. Yeah. Every song has a feature. Is there no, any no, 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 by no, himself? No, no, no. no. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Okay. And there's several songs on here, right, that are just him, but then like, or it says there's a feature, but it's somebody doing the hook. Right. And Mr. Fab is known, but he's not like a top tier, like crazy money making artist. So it's in some of those features. It's in, he's got to just be calling in a friend favor there, because. And I, and I didn't even say all of them. Two changes on here. Lupe Fiasco's on yeah, there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To pay all those people, this would be the most expensive album in the history of music. Like, when we talked about if you could make an album with anybody, who would it be? And you rattled off your people. Like, that's, you know, the kind of album he put together there. So he's got to just have a lot of respect in the industry because you can't pay I was some of these so people. blown away that I was like, do I really like a Mr. Falb album? Yeah. Is, my, I, is this happening? I don't like this. Do I like this? I do like it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, so I'm, I'm with you, man. You run across something that you're like, how in the f... Where did this come from? Yeah. Man, I mean, the genius already has my favorite Wu-Tang solo album. Now he has one of my second favorite Wu-Tang solo albums. Which is yeah. a fantastic album. And there's a so that song on there where he does the football teams. Yes. Unreal. Yeah, dude. Unreal, the wordplay. He's, word play. he's Unreal. such a talented... And let's not let DJ Muggs slip through the cracks... What he did is what I feel no other producer has been able to do for a Wu-Tang artist is he captured that Wu-Tang sound, the beats sound like something the RZA would have done. He captures the Wu-Tang essence in the sound, but still keeping his own identity in there. There's still the Soul Assassins vibe, which that's been my biggest problem with a lot of the Wu-Tang solo stuff once the RZA stepped out, is it doesn't feel like Wu-Tang anymore. This, with the whole, he and he, it's got the chess theme. So there's people talking about chess moves and chess, because the Wu-Tang love to play. They talk about playing chess when they're on tour. So instead of having like, huh, on guard, I'll let you try my Wu-Tang style. It's got like, so when you take the pawn to the queen and the rook too, the queen can be the most powerful piece on the board. And then boom, it goes into a song. So it's like a Wu-Tang album, but with its own identity. And I love that, man. And I, dude, you got me excited for Mr. Fab. What is it, Pimp What? What's it called? Son of a Pimp. Two. Part two. I So maybe part one's every bit as good. Have you checked? Uh, I haven't had time. All I'm right. No, busy. you're busy, I'm man, busy. too. I'm too busy digging in this. All right. Well, I know what I'll be listening to on the way home. I appreciate that, man. All right. So that 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 takes us to uh, our top six TV shows. Just want you to understand, or just let me just do this little research yeah, yeah. for you. Okay. Uh, this guy has produced or came up with a bazillion albums. Yeah, the there's, Bay. The Bay a, does that. There's a. It's yeah, but Son of a Pimp did come out in 2005. Oh, 05. So you went from 05 to 2016. Mm -hmm. Wow, big gap there between the pimp. The Sons of the Pimp albums. All right, got gotcha. you. And this one, I probably got to check this out. Yeah. Yeah, Yuck Mouth, E-40, Messy Marv. Okay, so it's more Bay. E-40, Turk Talk, yeah, Mac yeah. Dre. Okay, oh, Mac Dre. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one. he was a big Mac Dre. Him and Mac Dre yeah, were Yeah, this is like, Son of a Pimp looks like the fucking Bay comp. Yeah. And then Son of a Pimp 2 was like, Everybody I made, I made else. some money on that. Let's, yeah, let yeah. me do what I want to do now. Yeah, you can make money off those mixtapes, man, if you do it right. All right. I mean, maybe you want to look into the Baydestrian. Is that another album of his? Yeah. All right. 
I'm just kidding, don't. Oh, don't. Yeah. I don't know. I've never... It might be good. It could be. Could be surprising know. you. Um, okay, so that brings us to top six TV shows of 2020. Well, I have six. Um, I don't want to speak for you now. I I have my top 17 TV shows. Though. Okay, cool. We're changing it up again. All right, so I'm starting on this one, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so for me, number six, Brooklyn Nine Nine, the series finale. Uh, they just did what Brooklyn Nine-Nine always does. It was funny. They didn't try to break the mold. It was just Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It just happened to be the final season, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I laughed. Number five, I wrestled with putting this one on my movies or my TV show. It's not really long enough to be a movie, but it isn't really a show because there's only one. So I didn't know where to place it or how to put it, but I felt it needed to make a list. Number My number five you know, is... You know what we call this? What? Podcaster's discretion. Yes. So my number five is Dave Chappelle, The Closer. His stand-up comedy special, Dave Chappelle, just, I feel like, gets better every time. This episode, this was hilarious, uh, controversial. Um, it, it caused people to want to have conversations. It was, it, it, people were talking about canceling Dave Chappelle, which, if you watch it, is absolute and total bullshit. It is hilarious. It's smart. It's genius. My God, I'm going to watch it again. I, I, I loved it that much. I, it's my hands down my favorite dave Chappelle is the only comedian who can make me laugh and also make i feel like make me think when he's not saying something funny i'm still riveted when he's telling a story he could just be talking about his bad deal with comedy central mm -hmm. or talking about politics and i'm every bit as uh enthralled with him as when he's making me laugh so that's the genius of dave Chappelle. uh he's a goat for, for sure my number four show was loki great Disney Plus show, great series. Tom Hiddleston, awesome. Uh, number three, WandaVision. Absolutely loved that show. Um, that one kept me guessing. I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on until they finally opened it up and told us. It was great. Uh, number two, Wu-Tang and American Saga season two. Uh, I've been on a huge Wu-Tang deep dive, and the reason for that was this show. Season two finally got into how they formed the group. Uh, how they got the logo, how they got the name, and them getting in the studio, making the album, and going out and doing shows. It was great. I, I couldn't turn it off. I couldn't wait to watch the next episode. I binged it in like probably a week. It was awesome. And my number one show, a discovery that I discovered thanks to my wife, who watched an episode on a plane and then came home and paid for Apple Plus TV, and we binge-watched season one and season two. This show is heartwarming positive, funny, well-acted, well-written, and I'm talking about the Jason Sudeikis-led sports comedy, Ted Lasso. An amazing show. If you have not watched this show, I dare you to watch it and not laugh and just feel good. So Ted Lasso, my number one TV show of 2021. Great stuff, man. I can't wait for season three and it's coming. All right. I'm paying for Apple Plus, because, or my wife is, because of that show. You're paying for it, Bill. Yeah, I haven't really watched anything else on Apple Plus except the Beastie Boys story and the new Tom Hanks movie. So, yeah, good shit. All right, ready? I am ready. Sir, nobody off the bench. Too many to list off the bench that don't make the top five. Okay. I watch a lot of TV. I like a lot of shows. Got you. Number five, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. I very much enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it was good. Um, I, uh, looked forward to it. Uh, it was really good. Number four, WandaVision. 
Okay. I we reviewed it. We talked about it uh, a lot. Uh, it was visionary. It was threw us for loops. Yes. It was well done. It got nominated for a ton of awards. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. My number three TV show of 2021, Young Rock. Oh, that was a good one. I really enjoyed it. I did too. I enjoyed the uh, the back and forth with the youth and then that, him kind of going on the presidential tour. So it was still The Rock. I really enjoyed all of the, um, the history with all the wrestlers and stuff. You yeah. can see the wrestlers to your yes, right. Yes, yes. That I found from my parents' house. So the Ricky the Dragon Steamboats and the Macho Mans and the Captain Lou Albanos and the, all of those guys, you know, it was, I just, it was, it's one of those things that I, I like pretty much everything The Rock does, it feels like. And yes. this was a, just another reason, like, into the history of probably why I like him. That was so early on in the year, I completely forgot about that show. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, so far I haven't had a moment where you've said something and I'm like, oh, I fucked up. But I might have, I might have fucked up on that one. I really did enjoy that show. I my, couldn't wait to watch the next. My one. number two is Loki. Good one. It yep. was, um, it was when we talked about the, the Disney Plus series that were coming. Yep. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was the one I was most excited for. Me too. I felt like I knew what I was gonna get, and I did. Right. Yeah. WandaVision, I had no idea what the hell we were going to get. Me either. It was fantastic. And yeah. I literally was like, how are they going to sh- make a show about Loki? What yeah. are we going to do? Yeah. And it was so creative. It was so entertaining. I freaking loved Loki. Yeah. Right? Me too. I loved, um, oh, I'm blanking out. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Yeah. Just the, the creativity of the show and just what they did with it was fantastic. That was my number two show of the year. And my number one show of the year, and it's not even close, is a show that had a new season this year, but it's on its fifth season. It's a show that's new to me. Uh-huh. Is Peaky Blinders. Yes, we talked about that before. This is like, when I look back on the history of my life, and I'm like, these are my top five shows of my life, Yeah, it's probably going to be in there. Wow. I fucking love Peaky Blinders. That's huge. I want to go to Ireland and just be in the mafia. Yeah. Like, that's how good it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's it's it's, uh, it's fantastic. I love it. Um, I love that um, Oh You Nasty is into it because it's, it's always fun to have somebody to talk to about. Right, sure. And uh, just, it's great. It was, it, it, Clorox had told me about it last year. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll get to it. You know, just like you're like, it's probably like I'm going to be when I finally watch Ted Lasso. Yeah. Right? I'm going to be like, fuck, why didn't I watch this? Oh, you're going to love it. It's got so show, much man. stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? It's hard to, well, you got to find somebody. Everything. You're going to need a buddy with Apple Plus to hook you up like you're getting hooked up for uh, <laughs> Paramount Plus. I know, guy. All right, good, good, man. Yeah. So, uh, my number one show of the year, Absolutely Peaky Blind, is uh, fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and to the point where I stopped watching it because uh-huh. I was rolling through it too fast and I didn't want it to be over. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Because I was just like, yeah, that feeling when you're there's no more. Yeah. You're like, like you broke up with somebody. Yeah. Like it's over. What do you mean it's over? There's no more coming. I, I, I had to wait. I had when to I binge watched Ted, we binge watched two seasons of Ted Lasso. And when it was done, we were all scrambling to our phones like when season three, like it's been approved, but they don't have a date yet. And we're all like, God damn it. Come on, man. Ted, where you at? Like. 
It's so good. I, I can feel your pain there. Uh, and, 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 and the reason I do that is because of how I feel when I absolutely fucking roll through the boys. Yeah. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, man, that was amazing. When's the next season come out? Oh, 2023? What yeah. the fuck? We're just now knocking on season three. I know I burned through those after you told me about it. And I was like, oh, because I thought I was way behind. And I'm like, oh, season three's coming, right? And then, nope, nope, negative. Not, thanks, COVID. No. So it's coming, though. It is around the corner now. I can't wait. That'll probably be on my list next year. Uh, another one I'd like to give an honorable mention to uh, Aquafina after watching, uh, after falling in love with her in uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Which was absolutely surprising. Yeah, I didn't expect anything from her. Um, I didn't really care. She was in uh, Welcome to the Jungle, uh, Jumanji 2, Welcome to the Jungle, or whatever they're calling that. I didn't wasn't blown away by her. So, loved her so much in this movie. I watched her show on HBO Max, Nora from Queens. Uh, burned through two seasons of that. Really, really loved it. She's funny. But the lady that they have playing her grandmother is hilarious. You will crack up. So I'd like to give her a shout out and an honorable mention. And my apologies to The Rock. The Young Rock. I could have probably taken out the Dave Chappelle show uh, special and put The Young Rock in there. But that Dave Chappelle special, The Closer. Have you watched that? Mm-mm. Man, and you're a Chappelle guy, right? That's Huge. your number one, right? That's mm-hmm. your... See, I, I think, and here's how, how good Chappelle's gotten. Chris Rock's always been the goat to me. He's been my number one stand-up comedian. I think after the closer, it's Chappelle then Rock. Like he has bumped because what Rock can't do is if Rock did a special where all he talked about was Chris black, Rock, not the Rock, not the Rock. Chris Rock did a special where he just talked about Black Lives Matter and didn't tell any jokes. Just he just wanted to talk about Black Lives Matter. I don't think I'd be enthralled. When Dave Chappelle put out the YouTube special where he's like, everybody wants to know what Dave thinks. Everybody wants to know what Dave thinks. Well, here, I'm going to give it to you. And he went in on Black Lives Matter and his family and the history of slavery and his family all the way back to his great, great, great grandparents. It wasn't funny at all. I didn't laugh once. I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. Chappelle is just a, when he talks, I listen. He inducted Jay-Z into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He, He told a couple of things that made me chuckle. But I just love to listen to the man speak. And if you haven't watched The Closer, screw all that controversy. Forget about all that cancel stuff. It is funny. Funny is funny. I don't care. If you're making me laugh, the day that we come to a place where comedians are censored, if my stand-up comedians can't say what they want to say, I don't know if I want to be around. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we start tying the tying the wrists of our comedians and handcuffing them and not letting them be honest they're the it's the last true medium dude where you can say what you think and what you feel and be honest comedians are like almost like newscasters now to me they're te- they're the only ones who tell it like it is we can't expect it from the politicians we can't expect it from any of local officials or police authorities it's the comedians that's why john stewart and the daily show and trevor noah they're doing news type shows because they're the only ones who are calling it out, calling people out on their bullshit and being honest, dude. And Chappelle tells a story at the end of this about a transgender friend that he has who ends up committing suicide. He tells this beautiful story at the end, man, that is so fucking moving and so incredible. If you haven't watched the show because of the controversy and all the stupid cancel culture hype, you're missing out, man. It's genius. It's absolute genius. I know that's not why you're not watching it. You're just busy. You got crazy shit going on. But when you do watch it, I can't wait to hear your thoughts, man. I have wanted to watch that. And yeah. it's literally like I have 
so much going on. Like, I totally forgot about it until you brought it up and you put it in your top five. I was like, fuck, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. It's uh, it's incredible. I can't wait to hear what you... I know you're going to love it, dude. He's so funny. I know I'm going to love I Yeah. When he dropped those two on Netflix, one was really good, one was okay. Yeah. I thought the okay one was good. Yeah, the okay one was good. And it then, just wasn't as good as the other one. And then Sticks and Stones, you saw that one, right? Yeah. That's genius. Well, I feel like... This is neck and neck, if not possibly topping Sticks and Stones. And Sticks and Stones was the best one out of all of them, I thought, so far. Out of the Netflix specials. Well, here's an idea that's somewhat controversial. Yeah. You could shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's There's only so many people that can say that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dave, Dave has... He's been kind of bulletproof until now. Like they, I don't know if you heard, they were going to present him an award as a, at his old high school. And there were some students that complained because of his LGBTQ humor in this latest special. And they canceled. He was going to show up to this high school that he went and talk to these kids and get some award for Dave Chappelle Day or whatever they were going to do at his old high school. And they wouldn't, they canceled it and wouldn't let him come. They're still giving him the award. Uh, but they wouldn't let him come. And man, there was practically a riot outside of Netflix. A lot of the Netflix employees walked and picketed and were out there calling for this to be removed. And I was scrambling. to I wanted to watch it a second time because I was afraid Netflix was going to pull it. But I applaud Netflix for having the cojones to not be bullied into doing something. Because, dude, if you watch this special, in no way, shape, or form does it feel like Dave is uh, being a bully or picking on the LGBTQ community. He's just saying funny things and pointing out what he sees. And the way he does it is absolute. He's an absolute genius. I'm honored to be watching someone like him that I'll be able to look back on when I'm an old man, 70, 80, and my kids are saying, oh, I like this comedian. I go, yeah, he's good, but I watched the greatest to ever do it. All right. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you, man. You can't, you can't, put a price on that like i'm blessed because i came up my my age i came up at the tail end of richard Pryor. he was just wrapping up his career when i was starting to pay attention but i got eddie murphy i got martin lawrence i got chris rock and now i got dave chappelle so i came up and i came up on in living color so you talk about the wayans brothers that's a whole family of top fives you could put a do a top five comedians of just wayans brothers Mm -hmm. so we were blessed man to comedy so yeah that's why it made my list but the rock Going back to the Young Rock, what a great show! I, I loved it, and I'm sorry that that didn't make my list. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm sure he will. Uh, he'll give you a break. Yeah, please, Rock. I apologize, but anyway, he, he's a huge fan of the show. Yes, yes, he is. Yeah, huge fan. Yeah, it, but but you know what? What if he's not though? It doesn't matter. <laughs> what is that he always does in the fucking wrestling shit? It hey. doesn't. It doesn't matter if he's not a fan. Well, what if he's? An- just say, just say, hey, hey, Rock. Yeah. Why don't you like the show? Ask me. Well, hey, just Rock. Ask me. Why don't you like the Shut show? Shut up, bitch. <laughs> that's that's his key. That's yeah. the classic wrestling shit. There's so many videos of him doing that, dude. That people post up. I always laugh. Um, but yeah, man. So that's it. Top movies, top TV shows, top uh, albums or artists of 2021. Man, what a Did hell of a year. Did we miss anything? Please let us know. Did we? Uh, is there something that you liked that we didn't? Yes. What did you think? Yeah. Or is there something that we liked 
that you think is total shit. I'd love to hear that too. Be honest. I'm not afraid. We're both grown adult men. We can take it. Before we leave. Yes. Speaking of lists. Yes. The Mad Cyclone uh-huh. said he loved my top five cartoons. The cartoons. That's right. He gave me his. Okay. He said Justice League. Mm. The Jetsons. Ooh. Which I watched a ton of Jetsons. Yes. The future. Huck Hound. Huckleberry Hound. Nice. Hannah Barbera All-Stars. Okay. All-Stars. And then he dropped one that I immediately was like, I don't know if it made my top five, but I watched a ton of this and I was like, I'm pissed at myself that I forgot. Okay. Fraggle Rock. Ooh, yeah, that was a good one. I watched a ton of Fraggle Rock. Yes. Yes, sir. And so good list. Nice job. Mad Cyclone. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Thanks for sending the feedback. I can't believe I forgot Fraggle Rock. Yeah. I've been told I'm too hard on myself. Yeah. But I can't believe I forgot Fraggle Rock. I'm a piece of shit. (laughs) Ah, don't beat yourself up. Ah, don't beat yourself up, kid. You're caught between a Fraggle Rock and a hard place there. Shut up, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I did need to. I deserved that. Absolutely. Deservedly so. Uh, All right, man. Well, there you go. There's the list. That's the, uh, the official end of 2021. That's right. The next time you hear from us, it's going to be a whole new year. A whole new year. That's right. Yes, sir. Here's what we fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) What did we do great? Is it too late for us to have a salad, Bill? It's never too late for a salad. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the two. Nine. It doesn't matter what your name is. 2022.